Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the role podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we have a special guest. This is this is like he's a secret guest. Yeah. He's uh, I don't I don't know how to how do I introduce him? I, I got to call uh, him a name, right? Yes. Yeah. So this guy's gonna be anonymous. It's anonymous. Yeah. We're gonna call him Rico the Promoter. Rico. The Rico. Promoter. Rico the Promoter. Basically. Our our guest, our secret guest, who's yes. gonna re- remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a promoter, like a you know, like a freelance promoter in Vegas. Yeah, a VIP host, but he do, he's not tied to any nightclub. Mm-hmm. No, nobody. You know, he has a bunch of like high rollers and whales that he you know from different countries and different parts of the country that are all spread out. Yep. And whenever they want drugs and a good time, prostitutes. prostitutes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all the illegal substance you cannot buy in um, Vegas. You know, Rico, tables, Rico could take care of it. Tables, strippers, whatever they want. R- Rico's they hit, your man. Rico, they hit you up, right? True. Okay. Nice. You are the provider, right? True. And we should call you Rico the provider. Yeah. Right? Okay, Rico the provider. The can't take You're it. like Cox Cable, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. You hook it all up, right? Yeah. So we got we got Rico here. Yes. You know, I talk to Rico once in a while. I see him out and about sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. You'd be rolling with clients. I remember he used to like have these big whales. He he'd actually remember when we had New? Mm-hmm. He used to come to New. Oh, and yeah. He used to do these like illegal uh crypto transactions. He used, to, he used to come with stacks stacks of money. Yeah, Cash he, he used to have like these. I don't know who these motherfuckers are. Like arms, he used to have like these arm, de- like arms dealers. Uh-huh. I'm assuming they're arms dealers. They look like fucking arms dealers. Oh yeah, they used to come to my store with like this big fucking like satchel. Of just cash. Yeah. Oof. Yo, I remember you, that. You, you, you gave me or you sold me your cash uh, registry thing. Yeah, oh, the counter. He kept coming to the store to use the cash counter. Yeah. Oh, shit. The cash machine. <laughs> <laughs> so they would go in my office. I'd be doing work. And him and this shady ass looking arms dealer. <laughs> what's the most cash y'all counted? Like 100, over 100 grand. Uh, 250. 250. A quarter of a million mm-hmm. dollars just counting it. You were there for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, these motherfuckers were in there. They, like, ordered, like, a, where can we get food? I felt safe in your office, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same office where we started the podcast? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> so he would come in. He'd just be like, and he kept saying, like, yo, I need to come in and count cash. So I was like, yo, just take the fucking cash thing. I'll buy another one. <laughs> but we cute. had a really good one, too. It was like fifteen hundred dollars. I still have mm-hmm. it. It was like the top of the line. Of like course, it was like what the drug dealers have, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. have and shit. Like in the Scarface. This ain't no bullshit <laughs> one that you see at the like the locksmiths, like at, the local. The, the ones you get at um um Costco's. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't no, that no, one. Wasn't nah. those. These are the nah. these are like the ill ones. They, they push they, it to the limit. Yeah, these are the ones that can like uh, they can uh they can spot counterfeits. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 that's why you liked my cash counter the best. What? You know what? What happened was, um, I went to the bank one time because I did a small transaction. It was like fifty grand, and it was like they said you can't small. do that because I wanted to, you know, for them to check if it's like real or fake money. Because you know you're doing a big transaction, and they're like, "Well, you can't do that anymore." So I was like, well, "It's so weird." So that's why I got I asked, "Okay, can I use your thingy?" Did you sell it to him, Kirk, or you just let him borrow it? Nah, I just did. I sell it to you. I just gave it to you. Quick, quick probably just gave it to him. Oh, yeah. Get a quick buggy and a quick. I'm overly generous. Yeah, with you things are. Like yes, that. you are. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, <laughs> I love how he's counting two fifty, and then he takes your machine. Doesn't even like here's your fifteen hundred, bro. <laughs> Just takes your but shit. He, so he, he would invite me, right? So he would have like some of his clients would come in. He'd be like, yo, Crook, like, hang out with us, right? Mm-hmm. So I would try to hang out with them, but I just can't hang out with these motherfuckers. Why like, is that? They just, they just different, man. Yeah. Like, first, there's all, there's all these, like, there's these weird women around, right? Mm-hmm. That I don't know what's going on. What's so weird about them? What, I just what, don't what? know what's going on. Like, there's all kinds of weird shit going on. Yeah. It just feels weird. It doesn't feel safe. For there's no one I could talk to. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I'm sitting there and... Wow, what are they talking about? I don't... Well, yeah. Just no one's really talking. Just everyone's just kind Every, of Everybody like, just looking rich? Looking, <laughs> looking, like, looking like they got money? Don't lie. <laughs> rich people are kind of boring. Very. Right? Weird. They like just weird. want to weird talk boring. about things that accentuate how rich they are. Very true. Right? Mm-hmm. They just want to talk about... It's, it's very funny. Like They're bored, though. They're Boring. They're bored, so like we're. This is what I don't get. So I'll be sitting with him and his his high rollers, mm-hmm. and we're at a club. Yeah, and the girls are bored. They're bored, and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to these these girls, and I'm trying to talk to them, but they keep talking about like uh, about the new Rolex, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't. Hey, care. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Next, next, we're in Vegas, right? No, no, I don't know. I'm just like, yo, like, and I'm trying to like, but I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of bored, right? Yeah. So everyone's bored. So then the rich guy's like, eh. But it's like they, they want this special presentation, right? Yeah. What is it like? A minimum of five Dompey bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like he was bored, so he was like, let's order this Dompey presentation. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking at them. And then, like, I remember the club owner came up to me and he was like, Crooked, what are you doing here? And I'm just like, I'm just hanging out. <laughs> and he, he kind of gave me this look like, you're hanging out with these douchebags? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm just hanging out with these motherfuckers. Uh-huh. And then, like, th- this presentation comes, you know, the girls are all whipping out their phones. Everyone yeah. has their phones out. Mm-hmm. And the guy's in the middle. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm the man. Everyone's looking like, oh, shit. Like, that's the table. Mm-hmm. As soon as that's over, everyone, you know, everyone's drinking. Yeah. And then maybe like 30 minutes later, 45 minutes later, everyone's bored again. Back to boredom. So then he's like. So they're not drinking? I mean, they're not getting nice are, like having. Is, but then he's just like, uh, let's do another one. Let's get five more. Let's keep making it like keep getting attention. Mm-hmm. And it's just and then he orders another one. And how do you get paid off of this? You just get a commission? Commission and some kickback kind of thing. Like, so what's the commission typically? 10%? Yeah. Um, it depends on the minute. Yeah. It depends on the club. It was like. Five, five, or you get a kickback from the host that you book the table. Mm, so yeah. they, the host will share the commission with you. Correct. Or you just have an understanding. So that host. night, for example, I don't know how much the fucking. Let's just say you spent. They must have bought at least 15 bottles of Dom and probably, I don't know, how many bottles of Casamigos or whatever the fuck they were getting. But sometimes, like when you look at those things, it's like you can get paid like a commission of what, like. A thousand dollars, and it can be like a big minimum, right? But the hustle of getting the money back, and then you gotta pay taxes, doesn't make sense to me. So I'd rather get cash from like a back end from somebody, right. but it helps them since they work in the club. Mm-hmm. They have like a bigger like because I get paid by how much business they book in a month. Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So for me, it will help him and it will help me. And later down the road, if I ever need a favor, like I need a comp table for my birthday or whatever. 
to be able to hook me up with that. You're talking about the VIP hosts that work for the clubs, mm-hmm. right? They have to bring in a certain amount of money every weekend, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're kind of like one of the sub promoters helping them a little oh, bit. Oh, uh, uh, feeder. I feed him. Oh, you're a feeder. Mm-hmm. Pause. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. That took me a minute that, to. Is that a real term? Yeah. yeah. So you're it's called, called a feeder? feeder? Yeah. There's a lot of feeders. You can be a feeder. Your DJ can feed him business. So you, you, you refer business to him. Oh. I was going to call it a referral, but sure. But they, that's specifically in the nightclub. They call that feeder? I don't know. What, but yeah, in the, club, in the nightclub is called a feeder. A feeders. feeder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're feeding these motherfuckers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like a fish man. Damn. That's a term, yeah. So <laughs> business has always been good, right? Pretty much until the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then the first year of the pandemic must have been busy, no? Or not really? Not really. It wasn't the same, though. It wasn't. It was, it was, it, it wasn't as busy. It wasn't, I mean, it just changed for the pandemic, I think, in my so, opinion. So in 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in 2020, the later half of 2020, clubs were kind of open, but it was half-assed. Yeah. It was like only tables, right? It was like no dancing. There was no dance floor. And in 2021, it kind of fully opened a little bit, right? Right. But you couldn't get international customers into Vegas, really. For me, yeah, it was was tricky. Because you have a lot of European and Canadian- Overseas. Overseas customers, right? Yeah. And Asia. Mm Mm-hmm. But they still can't come to the U.S. at this point. Most of them couldn't. Right. So then 2022 must have been a big year for you then, no? Not really. My clientele really changed after that. Why? It was coming to Vegas was a hustle. Things were kind of like more expensive in a way. Mm -hmm. And two, it was the same thing before the pandemic. So inflation happened. Everything got more expensive in Vegas. Right. And it wasn't more appealing to them because it's the same DJs, same process, same, same expectations. It's like Groundhog's Day, same shit over and over. So it's like this. You mean the same DJs? Like what? Like it's always Guetta, Diplo. Yeah, it's the same rotation. You go to Uncle Beach Club, it's Guetta. You go to Excess, same night, it's Diplo. And they're not playing like the same. They're just playing not. They're they're just playing commercial music. They're not playing like what they used to. You know what I mean? And then also you gotta understand, like in Miami, things were like happening. Right. They were like. Miami was fully open. They were, they were like different with it, but here it was like the same thing, the same crowd, and the crowd was not as good as before. Until, in all honesty, Out of the Wild was what was a game changer for me. You're talking about Art of the Wild. That's from overseas, right? Right. In Ibiza, right? Correct. That's uh, where. Motherfucker say Ibiza, but it's Ibiza. Ibiza. Right. So they bring it over to Vegas, and it's what is it? Twice a year. Twice a year in the um, spring, May around May and October, November. That's a unique experience. Very unique. Very different. And that's when you can actually book tables. You can, yeah. And they're they're good. Like people come from all over to see that, even from just you know from the country because it's but it, but it's event. like deep house. Yeah. It's deep house. But the timing also, it's very, it's an all day and night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it starts like, uh, I want to say like in the afternoon, like maybe 11. It goes from 11 and it's still going on. Because you got to understand, pool parties start like around 11, 11.30. They end at 6. Everything is shut down. People resume clubbing at 11, 11.30 till like 3 or 4. Yeah. This opens from 11, 11 in the morning, 11.30. So it carries on. All throughout the night, all throughout the afternoon, it doesn't all through stop. the evening, it doesn't stop at night, and then it ends like at seven or eight in the morning. So, God damn, damn, man. yeah, six, six. I want to say six, 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 
7 o'clock in the morning. Depends on who's playing, but 6, 6 a.m. in the morning. And, and let's just, like, if you've never seen Art of the Wild, it's, it's this crazy. insane installation. Like, they, they spent a lot of money decorating the club. Yeah. And it looks amazing. It looks like a it look like a tropical paradise. Mm-hmm. So, they yeah. have costumes. They have like um, different entertainers presentations, yeah. right? They have it's like it's a whole production. Yeah, it's really insane. It does take you to a beach. It's it's different. Yeah. It's not. It's not like your normal like. It's very like, unique. Um, yeah, 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 very unique. Yeah. And you're saying that the problem with Vegas that you're having is that Vegas is what is it? It's just redundant. Like it's yeah, predictable. Yeah. Very. Very. And these high rollers, and and they're charging more. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And is the service the same or is it worse? Iffy. It's getting better now. Right. I mean, up to now, it's getting a whole lot better. Before it was terrible because they were because clubs were having problems finding like good help, and good stuff. managers, good staff again. Right. It was that yeah, it? that that's it. And there was just like something was not clicking. Like things were slow. I mean, even in restaurants, you saw that. Like, yeah, even yeah. In restaurant things were like weird. Like, I mean, there's a change in the workforce. Right. Right. It's weird. Things were slow. It's not what it was before. Because I feel like a lot. You talked about it in the podcast, but a lot of people who used to work those jobs no longer work those jobs so you're training a whole new stuff the whole new system of how vegas works and stuff so it's it's different it was different it still is different so so with all this happening you're hitting up your high rollers you're like yo it's memorial day weekend or it's these holiday weekends you gotta come and what are they telling you like who's playing who's playing and then david getter i mean i've seen david getter who's playing at night um diplo what about the other place? Well, these Tiesto. Well, Tiesto used to be at um, Hakusan. He's playing at Zook. Okay, I've been at Zook. It's not all that. It's like, you know, it's it's kind of hard it's to a convince. Tough sell. Yeah. So you didn't have this problem before the pandemic. No, no. I mean, I started seeing it because of the redundant. I started seeing it right before the pandemic, just because of the way things were. It was the same thing, especially because a lot of people. A lot of my people like staying at Encore, right? So a lot of people like partying there and just staying there. Some of them do. Some of them will venture out. But if they come there all the time and the same weekend they happen to be there, it's the same DJ or the same rotation, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Because you're coming to the same hotel, same restaurant, same DJ, but night and day. And then things are more expensive. Right. So, so, for, so what's more valuable for them, to go to Miami or to go... To festivals or anything else, right? To go to Miami with something different and it's kind of like wilder, you know? Really? Yeah. You've never been to 11? Yeah, of course I've been to 11. <laughs> you DJ, 11's different. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. will say that a lot of my homies have complained about the strip clubs in Vegas. After you go there, I mean, it's different. It's after the pandemic, all the strip clubs in Vegas, like not, not only yeah. were they closing early, mm-hmm. but... The service, everything the, was just different. They the complained talent. to me, yeah. The quality too, right? The talent, man. I don't, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call them talent. Is that what they tell you? I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, you can you can see though. For example, if you came here all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And you're coming to Uncle Beach Club or just anywhere in Vegas. I mean, not to pick on Uncle Beach Club, like town or whatever, right? If you're coming in and seeing the same thing, right, and then you're like, you know what, let me change my pace, let me go to Miami. Yeah. And then you go to Miami, and then you go to live, and then you go to live, and you're like, okay, this is like something a little bit different, and I've never been here, and the prices can be the same, or sometimes less, 
LA is like a little bit more option, you know? In a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though Miami is very, it's not like spread out like Vegas, like you have a few options with Live and um, Eleven and maybe SLS, the pool party, mm -hmm. but it's still Miami. Yeah. Miami is Miami. It's wild. Yeah. So it's I have very a, different. I have a question. Do you think things gonna change when like when Live and Story opens up in Vegas? It could if what we're having now, there's a lot of people from out of town moving to Vegas. So there could be that shift of Miami people coming to Vegas more. So that could bring that vibe. Because if you look at out of the wild, I'm just giving an example, the crowd of people for out of the wild is very different from normal Vegas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's you like, can really it's, tell. It's that yeah. Burning Man crowd, though. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, out of town, that's for sure. It's, it's just those like billionaires, those millionaires, foreign, just foreign, foreign money, foreign money, like the F one kind of the yeah. The yeah. F1 it's a step time. below the F one though. The F one is like top fucking tier billionaire yeah. ass motherfuckers. I mean, the just the the crowd for out of the wild is just different. The way they dress, the way they, you can just tell. So I feel like if that opens and people start coming to check it out, it will be something different, I feel. Mm -hmm. So I, I have a question. Yeah. When Art of Wild comes in, and you deal with like escorts, right? Yeah. You deal with like, what do you call it? What do you call these shorties that fly into town? Are they escorts? What do they do? What do you call them? You know what I'm talking about though, right? Because they're not even escorts, right? Some of these, like, we've been noticing this because we'll go to, like, these dinners. Yeah, mm. that's just crazy. Yeah. We'll go to, like, these dinners. Like, there'll be these industry dinners. Mm -hmm. And then we're, we're just eating. And then, you know, like, some, like, a group of eight girls will come through. And we're just like, hey, what's up? You know, like, we're all just kind of intermingling. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. And then we're just like, hey, what's up? And they're just like, yeah. Uh, someone just called me to come here. They sent me a text to come. They sent me the text and like, well, do you know anyone here? Like, no. They just sent me here. Um, they sent two of us. I've seen her before. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, we work for a, like a firm. Yeah. The and craziest they, thing was when when me and Kirk were sitting there talking about the podcast. This girl goes, "Am I allowed to eat and drink?" Oh yeah, <laughs> that was scary. Yeah, they they were just like not eating. Yeah, oh, really? and they weren't They're drinking because nice. they were afraid they had to pay for their food or they had to pay for their drinks. Mm. So, so, we, so we were like, nah, y'all could eat, y'all could drink. You guys want drinks? And they're like, yeah. Like, and they like, were just, <laughs> their whole face lit up because they were just sitting there like bored. Yeah. And then we were so, like, so you think we so? We like pigs because yeah. we were just like, we're just, right, 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 we're like you gotta try to stink. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so you think sometimes when these girls go out, they, they don't eat at all. They just sit there. They just, I know. They just I, eye candy. I don't know the situation, I, but okay. I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming maybe they got, they got hired to come oh, to a course, dinner. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they ate the dinner. Or they ordered something, uh -huh. and then the dude was like, "I'm not paying for that shit." Yeah, I think what you what you're referring to is atmosphere model, atmosphere models, atmosphere models. Correct. So you just but you call them atmosphere models. Well, there's a difference though. Okay. So there's those kind of girls who get paid, and they're legit. Like they just come for the atmosphere. So they they're paid to come and hang out our place and just make the place look beautiful. So, like, if I'm walking in right. and I'm not from Vegas mm -hmm. and I see, like, 10 tables right. of women, right. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of, women of shorties in here. Right. This is popping. But maybe, what, all of them are atmosphere? Yeah. But they're paid by the restaurant to make the restaurant look good. 
Got it. And they're paid. They're given like a menu of what they're going to eat. And it, it's all paid for. It's sad because it just sounds like they're decoration. They That's are decoration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's sad. So, so wait, they, these restaurants, they're they, offering free meals or they're paying them too? No, they're paying, they're paying them to be there. Yeah. Like, could be like $100 an hour, $80 an hour, and they're giving $80 them dollars an hour? Yeah. Just Jesus to eat. Jesus Christ. And and they have to dress, <laughs> some of these girls weren't dressed up though. No, they have to. No, the one we were talking to looked like, <laughs> she looked like, she, she ran like, away from home. Was she busted? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to say that, but. I, she was no, I, I, I would say this if I was in a fight she looked like she was ready to have my back she yeah, yeah 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 she looked like she, she ran away shorty yeah like, she got my back she had Tim's on <laughs> almost <laughs> she had shell toes on wait so these are so like but the ones you're talking about they're like they, they're, they're dolled up they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have to be pretty they have to be good looking well put up and stuff yeah yeah I, I, I feel like the ones too. Vico deal with are like high end High end, I was gonna say strippers, but high end, atmosphere, high end, atmosphere, atmosphere models. yeah. Models. Right. So now those girls are paid to be there to you know decorate. Be- but if they feeling the vibes, they'll they'll go with the guys to the nightclub after, right? Or no? So are they specifically told not to, and they no, have no. they have to get paid additional? So I think you're confusing this okay. because right, these yeah, girls were. I'm confused. Yeah. Break it down for me. Yes. <laughs> So these girls were hired just for specifically that, like okay. restaurant, right? Right. So they might also be there with clients to just be there with clients. Because clients, like you guys might go out to a restaurant and you want girls to hang out with, right? So what is the point of that, though? Hold on, hold on. Before we do that, right. how does the venue or the the promoter or the restaurant, how do you choose what girls to come in? Do you just trust the person to send you good girls or... Like, is there, like, a website? What the fuck? No. There's actually agencies who do this, too. Okay. I mean, they're legit. legit. Okay, there's agencies who do this. The agencies who book Well, they're model. They're probably, they're model they're agencies. Models, yeah. They're models, yeah. They could be model agencies, but there's three different things you're talking about. There's that a restaurant will get girls to do this, right? To be in a restaurant, to promote their restaurant and do that. Mm-hmm. Now, these guys who will get a host or somebody who will be like hey I need five girls to go out on a dinner with and to a club with right okay then this host or whoever has a group of girls in a group text message and he'd be like hey I need five girls on this day this is how much this is paid they submit their pictures the client will pick the girls from this pictures of the girls submitted right Wow. So the girls would be like, okay, pick you girls, blah, 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 you're going to come out. Now, those girls who come to these dinners or they're coming to hang out with the client, right? They can have dinner and they're also paid to go out of the club because most of them, there's a minimum of like four hours to hang out with them. How much is that? I mean, it depends on what the, what the host is taking. Because the host could be paying, like, could be paid like $100 or $150 an hour, a girl. And take half of it. Some of them are bad. Oh, so uh, the host is charging the client double, yeah. yeah, so they could pocket some of that money. Exactly. Yeah, but the girls don't know. Oh, they know, but they just don't know how much percentage the guy, the host is uh, the client. Right. Is so, like, if I have a big whale right. and I'm a VIP host, right. and the whale's like, "Yo, I need like four blondes," right. So I go in this group chat, and I could go. My first 
my first option is I can go into this group chat and I say I need four blondes, mm-hmm. and I'm charging him two fifty an hour for the blondes, and I'll tell the group chat he's willing to pay uh, like a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, they'll take it. They'll take it. I mean, that's an average a hundred dollars an hour. But- hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah. But this is just company. This is just. They, but, you this know, is just company. Yes. This is just company. Right. These are these guys are bored. They right. just want to hang out with pretty girls and have, they don't have flirt to women. Right? They don't know how to pool. Right. Yeah. All right. My other option is to go to a model agency and ask them if they have any models that would want to hang out with the clients. Or the they don't do that. I mean, they don't do that with a, a lot of. I mean, a lot of clients come here. They already have their hosts. So it's some, that's okay. why you have a host. It's Got it. less of a headache. Uh huh. And also, like, I'll know, like, okay, I want, like, this girl's because I know this girl. I know how this girl is. I know how this girl is. Got know? it. So that's why I'll choose, like, five girls to do this. You know what I'm saying? So if I get paid $200, I'll give them 100 and keep 100 So the third part about this is the escort part, right? So if they That's go, another group chat. This is another. <laughs> no, it can be the same group chat. Oh, really? That's another group chat, too. But you can have some girls who do both. And okay. Most of girls do both because they can go out and like a guy. Whatever they negotiate after that, that's up to them. You don't get any of that though, right? But if they I mean, do if, anything extra, no, that's up to them. But yeah. some 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 people are brutal, right? They can take some of that from whatever they do after. Oh, there's some. It's called the pimp. There's some <laughs> feeders that will actually take more. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be yeah. like if you're gonna smash I need some of that too yeah, yeah. 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 It's truly, uh, you're not 20%. like that though you're no. not like that damn 20% you sure no you ain't no. got to try to be a good guy on this shit I yeah. mean, sometimes if I know I made a lot of money you'd yeah. be like Rico needs his cut so what <laughs> how would you get your cut cash yeah of course you just meet up at a place or they Venmo you or some shit no I don't do Venmo I'll meet up somewhere wow. you'd be like yo you're gonna meet me at Baskin Robbins at 6 interesting <laughs> So wait, wait. This was happening like before the pandemic. It's still happening now, but not as much. Was when it happening happen- a lot during the pandemic? Because it was not really. Yeah, a lot that was. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was a lot during the pandemic. Yeah. Mm. Now the pandemic was different. During the pandemic was different because it used to be sweet parties. Mm. So that was there was no clubs, right? Yeah. So there was a lot of sweet parties. So you'd have a lot of a big sweet party and just have girls there and just have guns and shit like that and then. You pay them for an atmosphere, and whatever they do after is up to you. But you're there, so you kind of know what. And the client will tell you, hey, I paid this girl like 5K or whatever. So, mm. so, wow. so are you constantly making money from this? From, yeah. the, from this, like yeah. every weekend? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just so you're like a. <laughs> you're like a pimp drug dealer. Yeah, you're like hostess. a pimp drug dealer, hostess, motherfucker, huh? You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, hey, you ain't gonna get paid. Love Volca. So, wait, so you. During the pandemic, when shit hit the fan, you mm-hmm. never like kind of like lost your shit because you were stressed out on how you're gonna make up for what you used to be making. I was, but I mean, I was pretty good with my money. I wasn't like crazy. I want I, my expenses are not like crazy. Yeah. I was. I panicked a little bit, but I kind of had money, so I had money stashed up. I mean, I was nervous a little bit, but things started opening up like soon after you didn't think of going to like Miami to make up for lost no revenue no. I mean I did go I did take a client um, one or two clients to Miami I did go a couple of times actually I did go a couple of times because Miami was open mm. and the strip clubs were open and things were open restaurants were open so that was good 
Okay. Are you are you making money though? When you like, do you have contacts? Do you have hosts at like Live yeah. and Eleven? Yeah. So you're making commission in Miami as well. I mean, no, because the way the way that should work out is if I have hosts in other places and I send them business, they should rip. Uh, rip I mean, do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, send me back the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so if I have somebody here and be like, "Hey, go to Miami. This guy will take care of you." That same yeah. motherfucker is gonna hit you up to one, send his people. Yeah, one one time or another, they'll hit me back up. So you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Right. Yeah. That's the no. That's that's how it's kind of like the rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Unspoken rule. And then, like recently, with with the whole fentanyl thing, are you still? Is there still a demand for like coke and shit, or is it like weird to get the right coke dealers to get the? You know what I'm saying? Because it seems like everyone is, like, dying from fentanyl and cocaine. Yeah, going a little too hard. It is. Um, it is, but the people that you deal with, like, you they, you have to be, you can't just be bouncing from one person to another, especially getting that shit because mm-hmm. of what's been going on. So I just tell my guy, like, if you're sh- not sure about this, don't, don't give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But there's been, like, a lot of people, like, not, you know, cutting off from, like, the coke and shit like that and just doing, like, just drugs and shit. So what's the, what's the hottest drug right now that you have to get these, these, these motherfuckers? <sighs> uh, MDMA? I mean, that's a... That's a given. That's, that's like weed. Yeah. That's like weed for them? I mean, coke is still there. Coke, coke has to be So the is coke the number one still? Coke has to be there. K- K- uh, ketamine is there now. Ketamine, really? Yeah. yeah. That K-hole shit? The that, K-hole, that's, that's like that's a horse weird. tranquilizer, right? Yeah, yeah. The Damn. Same, did, did, wait, see. did ketamine go up because people were doing less coke? I don't know. I just think it's a new, when did the, it was when a did, new thing. When did your sales for ketamine start going up? <laughs> when did ketamine when did sales like, start going up? <laughs> when did it's, it's not as much. I mean, it's it's Coke, Tootsie, um, Molly. What, Tootsie? What? Tootsie. What's that? What's that? It's like a pink thing. It's like um, it's like a Molly, but it has like um, ecstasy? hallucination kind of feel. Oh, LSD? No. It's not acid, right? No, it's not acid. Let me Google Tootsie. Tootsie? Tootsie. Be careful, don't put Miami. I might be the, saying it wrong. The, the strip club might come out. Like a Damn. pink little thing. It's like crystals, huh? Yeah. I was like, crystal meth? So why, what are they doing? They're snorting it? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait, so like motherfuckers are snorting pink crystals? Yeah, you can, yeah. Oh, shit. So how much is it? Is it shit looks expensive. It's not? <laughs> the y'all, y'all mix, do y'all cut that shit with Himalayan salt? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I don't do that. I don't do that. No. Damn, that's crazy. It's from Latin America, huh? Everything's from Latin yeah, America. Yeah, everyone's from us. That motherfucker's got all this shit. <laughs> we, we built it, baby. Is that new? How long has that been out on the market? You know what? I know it's been out for a while, but I just heard about it like two, three years ago. Right before the pandemic. Yeah, so it's, it's also known as Tucibi. Oh, that's I, what he meant to say. Tucibi, pink cocaine. Okay. It's not a single substance, nor is it a drug cocktail. C is a narcotic name brand. It's an expert interview. It is like Coca-Cola of drugs. So it's like a brand, huh? It's Blue Magic. <laughs> it's like Pepsi. So yeah, it's not really anything. It's like a mix of cocaine and some other shit, huh? You know what? I don't even know what it's in. Yeah, but you're dealing that shit, huh? Yeah. Good for you. Good for you, Rico. It's like high and crack. <laughs> Rico. All right, so wait, number one on this list is cocaine, mm-hmm. Tootsie, yeah. pink cocaine, 
And then ketamine? In my world, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But coke will, will always be there because people want uppers. A lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't coke forget a GHB, though. But coke is not safe like it used to be, though. Because you don't know what could Coke be. Coke was never safe, never. No, I mean, but, no, but, but now with like, fentanyl's yeah, mixed in that shit. laced and shit, yeah, yeah. You yeah, laced, that's what I'm saying. It's... But the thing about it is, like, if you used to get it with, if you got it from somebody that you trust and shit, you, you never, like, You're good to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, GHP, I don't even know what that is. GHP. I didn't, I didn't even know what that was. Uh, deeper drug. Wait, people oh, are taking that? Oh, that's like that? roofies. Yeah. People that's are like, taking that? Are you sure motherfuckers aren't buying it from you to like roofie other motherfuckers? No, I don't know. Girls love that shit, bro. What, why? You didn't know? So girls are taking this. That Girls love that shit. Are we out of the loop? We're out of the loop. Yeah, right? we're, we're we, too old, bro. Like, yeah, man. Like, no, no, no. We're just weed, like, cocaine, and crystal meth. I feel like these aren't hip-hop drugs. No, no, no. This is a visa drugs, baby. No, yeah. girl, girls. I mean, girls and guys, but a lot of girls love it. It's, um, Do a lot of... Minorities do this. It's mostly white no, people doing so it. The, the, I it, think it's all of them. It produces feelings of euphoria, relaxation, yeah. sociability, and an increased urge for sex. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't even, I've never taken it. You know, you. I feel like people nice. people with money is doing this drug. You shove that shit up your ass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what are you saying, man? I said yeah. people with money is doing these drugs. I don't yeah. see. I don't think minorities. I don't see no no brothers from the projects fam, doing I, that. No, nah, but I, I think there's a. I don't see Malcolm doing it. No, nah, I see a bunch of like. Yeah, I, look, ketamine is not a rich person's drug. Like a lot of motherfuckers have been doing. I don't ketamine. even know where to get ketamine. I mean, rich people do ketamine. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I feel like if the rich people kind of set the market for a lot of drugs, like they're kind of set like, the pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they set like yeah. the standard of what is cool. Have now. you had uh, a lot of friends pass away from like the fentanyl shit or no? I mean, I've heard of people that I know all a large amount. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty frightening. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It I is. mean, like uh, one of one of my boys was telling his girl, like he knows his girl, like she likes to do coke when she goes out. Mm-hmm. He was just telling her, like, please do not do any coke. Yeah. From people you don't know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like unless you see them do the shit first, or they've right. been doing like they've not been, even they've been snorting the like if they've been snorting the same bag mm-hmm. for like all weekend, he's like then that's okay, right. but don't just like be taking don't jump it. into it like yo I'm yeah. down let's do it because you know like I don't know how it is but like it's always like you know if you're like even as a DJ like motherfuckers will give me drugs and I'm like yo I don't do this shit yeah bro like you they know everything but, but here's the thing, I've never bro. gotten no one's ever given me cocaine. But here's the thing, though. Like Actually, yeah, I'm wrong. They have yeah, yeah, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you've never done it. I, yeah. I don't even know. We, I, I, I wouldn't even know what to do with it, man. Uh, Sniff it. I feel like a lot of... <laughs> Sniff the shit. What, what to do with it? I not know what to do with that shit. You're like, why are Just looking at the bag. What's what what this shit? <laughs> nah, I, I would for real look at this shit and put it on the table but, and just look at it. But I put this on my food? What the fuck am I supposed to... No, I would be like, look. How much is this? No, I would be like, I'm not going to do this. But who do I know that would want this? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. that would be that would be a long list of people I don't know. <laughs> and then I would be like, what the fuck do I do with this shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could I make some money or Can if I, I give little gram? If I give it to somebody, are they gonna think I'm like a fucking drug dude? Yeah. Or something. Nice. <laughs> you would be surprised how many people if you pull out a bag of coke they would do it with no hesitation. Oh, I, 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 I can totally You'd understand. Be Yo, I know I know motherfuckers who have coke on them just to have girls come home with them. Yo, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, girls love that's that a shit. thing? Be, oh, of course. Shit. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm so oblivious. Yeah, you're at the club, right? 
I always tell, I always, like, my boy always told me this. Like, you know, at the end of the night, we're DJing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at the end of the night, like, the dudes, like, who buy tables, they have, like, all the girls around them. Yeah. But at the end of the night, they're paying for their bill alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like, six dudes at a table. And, you know, like, figuring out the tip. They're, like, making sure, like, damn, we spent this much? You carry the wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're, like, alone. They got no dudes. My boy used to make fun of them be like, them motherfuckers ain't got no coke. Because if they had coke. <laughs> damn. If they had some coke on them, them shorties would have been stayed with them. Right? Because it's it's the ultimate, like, when you meet, like, at the end of the night, be like, yo. I was like, go get some food. You'd be like, yo, you want to go to my room and let's do some coke? Coke and and weed. Coke and weed. Back in the days. Not now, because now you can easily get it. But back then, it's just like, oh, you got weed? You got coke, too? Yeah, weed. If you say I got weed, she's going to be like, do you have coke, though? I don't think I've ever gone out. And being with a group of girls who don't do coke all the time, like I, I don't think I'm, I don't, I can't remember the last time I did. Damn, really? But yeah, some of them do it secretly. Coke. Yeah, girls love coke. I mean, if you pull out a bag, the girls not gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna." No, girls love coke. Yeah, yeah, it's that's it's, crazy, <laughs> dude. It's it's it's. Uh, I've only kind of, like I kind of dated a girl that was doing coke, and I found out after the fact. I was like, "Oh, fuck. that's what I'm saying." You would be you. I mean. You would be surprised, like, if you pull out a bag of Coke somewhere, you would be so surprised how many people would jump on it. I don't know. Especially if you say, oh, this shit is good. Be like, let me try something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised I'm at all. I know. I'm, you know pussy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so yeah, pussy to do Rico, Coke. Rico, do you do Coke? I mean, I've done it. Once in a while? It got to be with, like, a good, it got to be a, a great, great night. For it's got to be good, and I got to be like, maybe I'm so, like, Fucked up or tired and I need to wake up, I'll do it. What's the feeling you get when you do coke? You're like awake and shit. You're awake, you're like... Coke will sober you from a drunk. Like you're alert. alert. More alert. Don't you remember that uh, Denzel movie? He was a pilot and then he flew the plane upside down. And then he was fucked up in a room. And he had a drinking problem. That's that's some coke that you gave him? <laughs> you and Denzel again, nasty. Then he got fucked up and he had to go to a hearing and they're like, "How the fuck are you gonna wake him up?" And the guy was like, "I know a guy." Yeah, that's my and coke. That's you. Himself. That's Rico's coke. That's Rico's coke. That's what he tells all the whales. That's what he tells the shorties too. You remember? You seen that Denzel movie? That was my coke. Yeah, that was my coke. The one flip side upside down. Yeah, yeah. Have you? So have you noticed like motherfuckers doing more drugs than than usual? Like after the pandemic, are motherfuckers doing more drugs? Or is more there like drinking? a bigger demand for drugs? I mean, my clients or people that I, I just know, everybody. I, I think so. Yeah. 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 More so than before. Yeah. I wow. think so. Yeah. Because you think people are trying to? Are, what do we? What do? I don't know. I mean, people are just trying to live, man, and also like just living. I mean, life. Will, so people are using it more for coping than for just for partying. You think? I feel so, but I mean. I don't know this, but I'm just saying from my opinion, from what I know of, like from what I've heard, like, I feel like a lot of deaths with coke, like with, you know, people dying of like, you had somebody died in this. I don't know. I'm just saying from what I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if you see a lot of these people, like the celebrities, they do autopsies and shit like this, because I don't know if you know this, but if a person is older, they're not going to do an autopsy unless like you pay for it. Right? So a lot of right. people are not going to do autopsies also. In, on top of the burn expenses but a lot of deaths are really accidental because it goes wrong when you do you mix shit you take a lot of coke then you're gonna be like shit I can't sleep I'm gonna take a Xanax right mm-hmm. then you fall asleep and you can't wake up 
so there's a lot of like Shit, especially man. if the coke is mixed with something else and you didn't know right. that's the end of it there's these chemical yeah. there's and then they was yeah. probably drinking also during the night right and that's the other you're taking an upper to cold and a downer then you take a downer your heart explodes and then there was a story of a girl you know it's well known there's a girl who died in LA but then they were trying to pin it on a friend of mine who I know that he gave us stuff, but this girl had taken GHB, which was found in her system, but he didn't give it to her. So she came to a party, she had taken GHB, and then she took coke, and she was drinking, and then she died, she fell asleep. Oh, shit. So it's a lot of, like, mixture. Like, if you mix shit and you don't know, that's why, like, with my people that I take care of, I'm like, okay, if we're doing this, this is what we're doing, and this is what you're going to do, and don't fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Because once you mix shit, that's the... And I feel like a lot of people are just, like, mixing shit. Damn. So you're like a babysitter, too. Yeah, you still got to yeah, give yeah, some yeah. guidance. I mean, yeah, that's that's the that's the key. Though. I mean, yeah. it's it's risky. It's fucking risky as fuck. But you, you've you been seeing in Vegas, there's been a lot of people passing away in the nightlife industry. Right. There's been have. a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this recently, that there were two maybe apparent suicides or possible suicides Actually. from like maybe some of your peers, some like VIP hosts, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were kind of telling me like all of these pressures that VIP hosts have now in Vegas. I feel, I feel again, in my opinion, there's a lot of like pressure and trying to keep up with the Benjamin, you know? Like Wait, you, what do you mean? If you have a position as a host and you're making X amount of money, and you have this lifestyle, right? Yeah. You, you know, you go to restaurants, you're the man, you have a, this job, you, you know, it's like an, I mean, the whole thing is an ego thing. Say it again? It's an ego thing. Like, you have a big ego. I mean, that's what you're selling. You're selling your confidence, right? Yeah. I mean, because when you're selling, you, you have to be confident. So I feel like a lot of people, when they have that and that's taken away from them, say so they got demoted or they get fired, that can be a downhill thing. Because mm. so you've been known to be this kind of person, and then if you if that is pulled from you, then oh, that could be a thing. I get it. Also, uh, what you're trying to say is that every VIP host has to advertise that they're the plug, right? And the only way to advertise now, the best way, or maybe a lot of the way the VIP hosts are advertising that they're the plug, is through social media. True. So I've been noticing, and I'm sure y'all motherfuckers have been noticing. The VIP hosts are almost looking like influencers. Yeah. The li- oh, they are still the lifestyle. I always noticed that. Yeah. yeah. But like more so in the past, I don't know, three, four, five years. I want to say yeah, last, definitely. Like, no, but, definitely, yeah. Remember, like VIP hosts, they weren't wearing like the fucking, the hottest sneakers. The Supreme nah, shit. None of that. You know, they weren't wearing sneakers. They were wearing suits. They yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, wearing it was anything. suits. Yeah. yeah. But now they started wearing like Balenciaga. Designer clothes. They started uh, hanging Off-white, out. Off-white, all that shit. They started doing like photo shoots of them walking like the big artists to the nightclub. Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. or hanging out. They're hanging out with the artists. Celebrities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked like you were the man to be with. But, it, but if yeah. the VIP hosts, if their Instagram is popping, they're more likely going to get more reservations and more clients because everyone's going to be like, yo, this is the plug in yeah, Vegas. He's hanging out with X, Y, and Z. And- so this is kind of what you're talking about? True, very true. So there's the pressure of living up to this lifestyle on social media mm-hmm. and then also the pressure of bringing tables and, and meeting your- And meeting your quotas. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you're saying, is it is it harder for them to meet their quotas? Is it- 
it could be. I mean, if you if you don't have like that clientele, will keep coming back. It's, it can be hard, and then sometimes they raise their bar higher. You know what I mean? For you, if you're meeting these quarters, then they raise the bar higher for you. You're saying the club, the club. Yeah, they demand more from you. Yeah. So then, some of these guys will get fired. So then, what happens to these VIP hosts? Is what you're saying is that they're they're advertising themselves as the plug. Correct. I have all. I know everybody at this club. I know all these celebrities. But then, when they get fired, they lose everything, and they lose their identity. Kind of right. I would say like lose identity. A lot of people hustle, do other shits. But, I mean, other shit on the side, but a lot of people lose their identity. Yeah. And I just feel like uh, it's like um, just the whole, I mean, if you've been popping on Instagram and shit and you're posting all this kind of stuff and then you all of a sudden stop it. I mean, it can be depressing and then you're looking at other people's Instagram and they're doing all this kind of shit. They're flying on private planes. They're going to uh, Coachella. Like, it's... Backstage and shit, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. And they and probably they probably have a contract, um, a non compete contract, where they yeah. can't, can't work, work anywhere for, for like six months or a year. Yeah, yeah. So when they get fired, they got to stay silent for six months. Yeah, yeah. Or keep reposting the old pictures. No, a lot of them kind of disappear. They can't even be yeah. active at all. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah. So you're saying a lot of these motherfuckers get depressed? Mm-hmm. I would say so, and also like I know from girls too. Um, you know, a lot of these girls say they. They were used to hanging out with clients, right? They would come, clients would take them out on private plane or whatever, and then all of a sudden, maybe one client drops them and shit, and then they're home. They are dependent on somebody. They don't get paid anymore. I mean, I mean, girls have a better option. They could do OnlyFans and shit like that, but some of them can't, or they don't know how to do it. So, what happens to them? They get fucking depressed and shit, and they get into drugs and they get into alcohol. That's just the reality of it. Wow. It's a, that's very true. It's been deep. So, yeah. But all of this has been getting worse yeah. after the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a decline in business, right? But there's a higher increase in pressure from social media and the clubs to bring in big business, but also live this lifestyle. I'm sure these nightclubs are also going to these VIP hosts like, you're not posting enough. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. You know what's right? Yeah. You're not posting enough. Mm-hmm. You're not getting traction. Your yeah, followers are down. Yeah. Because I think they were doing that with some of the waitresses and uh, some of the the bartenders mm-hmm. and then with some of the staff. Like I remember they had to create social media accounts for you know on Instagram just to like promote. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and then have like clientele that it's they like cocktail yeah. waitress Jesse or whatever. Right. right. Those, yeah. At the clubs and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. That's, so, where do you see this going, though? I just feel like there's like a change going on. I, I can't see it or say what it is, but it's just like a change going on in a way that it just can't continue like this. Does that make sense? You're saying it doesn't seem like a sustainable formula for, for success. No. It seems like people are going to get drained and it's just going to fall apart a little bit, right? But here's the thing, though. Yeah. There's always going to be hungrier people who will come up. Right. And they're going to replace the other people. Right. Yeah. But what happens to the people they replaced, you know? Right. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be, okay, you don't want to do this? Like, you know, like you DJs, there's people, you're not, you don't want to pay take this money, we're going to get somebody else to do it. Right. But they're not going to be as good, and then what? That's so just how it is. So wait, what's what's your main business right now? Is it the atmosphere girls, the escorts, 
that and the other stuff and the drugs right and then not so much the bookings of no, tables bookings still, still yeah. Yeah. but it just slowed down. Yeah, it slowed down. But that's still going on. But you're saying the clientele in Vegas has changed ever since the pandemic, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, it's just like what? It's just regular motherfuckers kind of coming, going out more in Vegas. It's kind of new money, and it's not the same new money that they used to have before. Mm. Can you explain? All, all right. So a lot of old money, a lot of people used to come to Vegas. They people made money through crypto and people who didn't earn their money. Oh, yeah. Or a lot of like scammers and shit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and you, you can tell this. I was telling somebody this, like, you can tell somebody who has, who hasn't like made their money. They'll come to Vegas. They'll blow like $200,000 a weekend. You know that person didn't make that money. God damn. Bro. You know that. But there's somebody who will come here, they'll spend like maybe 40000 a weekend. You know they earn, and there's a group of people, there's like they seven of them, yeah. and they like they arranged it, they know, okay, we're going to divide this by seven people. But then there's somebody who's going to come and spend like $250,000 a weekend or something. Mm-hmm. You know they didn't spend that money. They're going to come, they're going to fucking pop off of that. Well, they're gonna go to a strip club. They're gonna go to after hours. They're gonna have an after. They're gonna do it up. They're gonna do everything, and money's not an option, right? So because uh, it, the money that came fast to them is disposable. It's easy to grow. Right? Yeah. They could get it, and that's a lot like, of the crypto NFT money, right? Yeah, that was that was definitely. I mean, even before NFTs, before crypto. before NFTs, before everything, crypto was huge. That was huge money. Ah, uh, so that's another reason that people aren't yeah. wilding out as much because the crypto crash really bad, really fucked a lot of people, right. a lot of your customers. Well, yeah. That's why you ain't no washing all that, all that crypto money no yeah. more. I mean, I still, have, I still have the machine though. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can the I, machine collecting dust because yeah. it's not using. Can I ask you a question? And if you don't want to leave this thing, we won't leave it. What's the most money you've made in a weekend as of recent, opposed to? years ago just to get a gauge of how bad has it gotten and how it was most like recently yeah like what's your biggest yeah. average now like spending wise not you making money yeah. he, he's saying like how much I you've made pre-pandemic what's the most you made uh, okay, and okay. versus right now. post-pandemic what's the most you made yeah a weekend before I've made a good 40 40k yeah okay 40, 50 is that like a like a holiday? That was weekend? a good that was, week. That was a good week. That was a good week. That was a good week. That was your highest. Yeah, fifty. Fifty. Okay. Was that a holiday weekend or a non-holiday? That was a non. How much? Money? I don't make my holidays. Don't make money though. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like they're the cheapest. Holidays are not good money. Making. It's like rookie season, right? Yeah. yeah. Holidays. Are, I usually tell people don't even come on New Year's. Come the week after New Year. Mm. No. What's that? CSS or whatever? Uh, CSS. CSS, yeah. CES. 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 So 50 on a good week and maybe 10. Now 10? Yeah. yeah. Now you make 10. Damn. For me. Yeah. That's a 20%. Yeah. That's a good week now. Yeah, that's a good week. You make it 25% of what you did before. Oh, shit. 20%. 20%. Yeah. Sorry. You make it. Wait, wait. You make it 20% of what you did before. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so crazy. he lost 80% of his work. I did it for me, yeah. And but, you, how did you keep your cool, not going fucking haywire and start drinking and doing drugs and all this shit? Uh, maybe I did. Oh, okay. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, you didn't go off on the deep end, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was tough, man. A little reserve. It was tough. Have you thought about, uh, like, kind of maybe traveling to Miami? Make you, would you make more money oh, in Miami? I still do. 
You do. Every once in a while, yeah. yeah but, you're, but you're like escorting like a big client. Yeah, I'm not going to go there for no reason. And they're taking care of your whole shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go there for no reason. Right. Have yeah. you ever thought of relocating from here to somewhere no. else? Because, no, no. He doesn't need to. There's Why? nothing like Vegas. I feel. Okay. I heard Dubai is good, but I mean, you have to start from the ground up and be like far. Yeah, yeah, it's that's different. So right now, do you think the clubs are making money, right? Or you yeah. think? I think they are. But you think they're not making as much as they were, or they're making more? I don't think they're making as much as they were. I know they were killing it last year, like 2021, and I feel like last year, I feel like they were doing good when things opened up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like they were doing really fucking good. Right. But then everything kind of started getting back to normal, and then the crypto crash, I feel like, really fucked people up. Mm-hmm. Also, they're spreading out of people because of other things opened up. So yeah. the spread out make things more difficult, too. You're saying that more bigger clubs started opening up. Right. right? Or bigger right. cities. The borders yeah. went down, so. And also, like, you know, more pools opened up. There was people spreading out more, if that makes sense. Right, 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 right. right. So it started becoming what it was in, like, 2018, 19, where, like, one weekend, one club would be packed, and another one would be a little light, depending on who was performing or who was guesting, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Right, but it's not 2018 as bad yet. It's still good. Well, 2018-19 was a little rough. Yeah, it was bad. But it was the same problems, you feel like, where it was the same artist, the same experience? Right. So what do you think Vegas needs to change the experience? The experience. And maybe do a little rotation of the DJs, maybe. It's funny because I don't know if you get this, but people will visit Vegas. They'll hit me up, and then they'll come to me on a Friday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, where should I go? And I'm like, you know what, man? It's going to be the same wherever the fuck right, you go. Right. There's like no identity to any nightclub. I just, I just tell them go to Dre's because I know that's going to be all hip hop. Well, right. like if they want hip hop, go if to If they want hip hop, go to Dre's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But some of them but, want open format, mm-hmm. but then there there isn't like an identity for any kind of open format. There really is not. You know? And then, oh, and then there's on the record. Mm-hmm. For me, which is that's like kind of known as a throwback and a hip-hop throwback. R&B. It's like a, yeah, it's a different experience. So that's kind of have its identity. Right. You know who yeah. actually I think is on the right path? Yeah. Lima. Lima. Yeah. Oh, DJ Lima. DJ Lima. DJ Lima. You know why? Because mm. him, you know what to expect. You exactly, know yeah. He's on brand. And I'm not just like picking on him like being like, you actually see it. Like his thing on Wednesdays. Yeah. Look, uh... Uh, in the library in the library that's like legit good if you like that kind of music then right. you know what you're walking into he's playing like like real deep house right yeah. yeah and the people he brings it's like it's not like known DJs they're not like big DJs I life. agree I agree with you with his Wednesday party yeah mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's slowly like growing with this like cult following right and people know what to expect and it's packed and it's mm-hmm. packed and yeah. it's, it's a small venue but that's what that's what it is yeah I feel like a DJ can take more risks and they can take more chances when they're DJing a smaller, intimate room. Mm-hmm. Then with a bigger room, you have to broaden your selection of music the bigger the room is. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Hey, think about this, right? Right. Out of the world, right? Yeah. There's unknown DJs in the US, right? Yes. There's like this one DJ, like last, uh, this year, there was a DJ on Out of the World. Yeah. She played after the main, um, DJ. The main DJ. I, I want to say it was um, Black Coffee. I can't remember who. It was the main DJ. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember who the main DJ was. But he was, was really popular. And he was like the headliner or whatever. Right? 
This girl came after Miss Monique, and nobody was leaving. She's and from Ukraine. She's from Ukraine. She's yeah. Ukrainian. She's a good DJ. Like, if you like house DJ, you know her. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people even know her, but she's good. But nobody, like, not a lot of people know who she is. You don't even know who she is, right? Right. But she's really good. But still, it was still a lot of people. And people literally, they had to turn on the lights for everybody to leave. There's a whole movement behind Art of the Wild. So you kind of trust the brand. So you trust who, what DJs they're picking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas maybe some of the bigger nightclubs don't have this identity right now. Well, like someone, like I was talking to one of my boys, and he was saying that he thinks that sometimes the promotion for some of these big rooms mm-hmm. are getting lazier and lazier because they're just banking on the the DJ mm-hmm. to bring in the the ticket, ticket sales, sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and to book the tables, yeah. but they're not really creating any type of identity for the actual club. Yeah, you know, and but not, don't you think that's their identity? They have commercial DJs. No, no, because I, I think. Back in the day, even in New York, from New York to like Miami to like even like Vegas, you know, if the brand name of the club was strong, you kind of trusted them with the DJs. Yeah. And so when you went there, you knew what you were expecting. Yeah. Because there was a music director kind of like focusing on what was being played and like what was the identity of the club and the clientele. But I feel like now it's it's a little bit more widespread. Where even when I go listen to certain DJs, I'm like, oh, he's not doing what he does. He's doing what he thinks what he, thinks he should want. be doing yeah. in Vegas. Right? right? Is that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there is a transition going on, but I think it's really about, I think people are just scared. Try something new. Yeah. Like they so, don't, like, I don't think innovation is like rewarded as much as just being safe. That's true. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. No, you know? no, you're, you're, no, you're, you're totally right. Because I also think there's a lot of motherfuckers that don't want to lose their jobs. So there's yeah. a lot of motherfuckers in marketing and pro- promotions that are like, let's try this and let's try that. And they're, they're maybe like, you know, for them to put together a proposal, for the club to okay it, to okay the budget, Mm-hmm. And then to see like low ticket sales, they could lose their job, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think for them, they don't want to like take a chance. And but I feel like there. clubs used to have a trust in the DJ. You used to go to a club because it was a like specific club. It wasn't because the DJ was like a, a diplo, whatever the fuck was going to be at that club. I thought you just go to, for example, to Tao because it's Tao. That, but that was before there was a lot of nightclubs in Vegas. I. But not only that, there's, there's no because even that was during the time where every fucking club was open for Vegas. Well, no, no, you gotta understand. There's kind of a shift right now after the pandemic. Yeah, there's more like regular people going to clubs. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like people that never went to Vegas came to Vegas right. during the pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. there's a different clientele of customers and people buying tables that aren't used to like what the club experience was right. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So all of these people want to hear, I think, the more predictable, like, like you, top 40 shit right. that you want to post on your Instagram. Right, right. Um, and that may, be, that may be a factor. I think there's a bunch of factors in this shit, yeah, yeah, but I, I think, think that, right. that could be one of the factors. Remember I told you, that's just how I feel. There's a new... There's a new there's a new wave of people coming to Vegas. Like, you have to explain the whole bottle service 
again, like, you know, you come to Columbia, you got to do this. Like, there's a whole... There's a whole new wave of people, yeah, and they don't know how to. You're giving that introduction speech to a lot more motherfuckers, yeah. right? Because you gotta understand, like this business is all referral. Like these old people came to Vegas before, and then they go, "Oh, I have a guy in Vegas." It's all referral. Yeah. yeah. So the referrals are like all new people. Mm. They've never been here. You have to explain the whole shit over and over and over again. Yeah. Wow. And they just don't know how things work. And they are they are they like hitting you up like what the fuck I have to spend this much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially when you say and the then, taxes. And then, and then you're like, laughing at them, and you're laughing at them like, dude, that's not even a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 the taxes are like, what do you mean you gotta pay these taxes? Like, the taxes is like huge. What What is a regular bottle going for now, like, averagely? Oh, it went up. It's, it? it's usually like minimums now. What's the, what's the minimum matter? I mean, it depends club. on the event, right? It depends on the event. So they'll start at like maybe 3000 2500 God damn. $2,500. $3,000 minimum back in the day was a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I feel like it used to be $1,500. Mm-hmm. Well, like, no, it used to just be a bottle. Yeah. Like, you could just get a bottle. Do a bottle but they don't do bottles now. It's, it's a minimum. Yeah, yeah. It used to be two bottles, I think. Two yeah, bottles. I feel like it was two, two bottles. bottles yeah. You get a bottle. Bro, they used to do to buy two, get one. Used to do like nah, uh, that was when it was slow or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. You really? know, not too old. What year was that? Year that was a certain industry night where you could get two for one bottles. Yeah, no, they they still used to do that on the low. You on know? the low, you couldn't go. So like, they could get the table, so they could so they could get that customer to come in and spend yeah. money. That was so they, they offered them offered them something. Well, yeah. The thing back in the day was kind of like, look, like I remember motherfuckers used to hit me for like bachelor parties. They'd be like, "Yo, I'm with twelve dudes." I'm like, "Yo, that's a problem. I can't yeah. put you on the list with Jesus. twelve dudes." Which is crazy that someone would think they could get into a club on a guest list with twelve, with 12 guys. Yeah. Call Rico for some women. But but they would come in and I would be like, look, it's probably going to be six dudes per bottle. Yeah. So you got to buy two bottles. Two bottles. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's you know good. what I'm saying? So you got really twelve good. dudes. You have to buy two bottles, and they're like, well, how much is that? And usually it'd be like twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Right? Yeah. yeah. So each of y'all motherfuckers give a hundred dollars. Fifteen with tip and all that. Right. Shit. Then they have to buy like Red Bull and fucking. I feel like that's all kind of encompassing because bottles back then were like four fifty to five hundred. Very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you had a twenty percent tip, which is like six hundred, seven hundred per bottle, and then so it's like around twelve hundred, maybe like fourteen hundred altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now like bottle averages are like eight hundred, right? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So like a Casamigos would be seven to eight hundred. Yeah, six. Uh, like, um, look it up. Yeah, but something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And then, so, and then the minimums at at best are mostly three k, right? Three k at least. Three k, yeah. Like these big clubs are like three k at least, and that's like a decent table. So then your younger clients would be like three k plus plus taxes tip ends up being around four k plus, and they're like, "Yo, what the fuck? That's a lot of money." Yeah. And then you're like, "What do you tell them? Like, that's not a lot of money." How do you sell it to them? I mean, one, if you want to have a good experience and have a good table, you need to pay money, right? You can't have. I mean, what's so, if there's, like, a bunch of, like, dudes, right, even if they're trying to, like, lowball you and say they're going to spend, like, only this amount, that's no, there's no way that's going to happen. Usually, people are going to spend more than they want. So, you just got to tell them, realistically, walk in there, you're going to spend at least four, 5000 mm-hmm. Just be realistic with yourself, because you're going to get girls, you're going to have, you're going to have one of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So, in order to get a good location on the table, the better the minimum, the better location of the table you get. Yeah. So just walk in there realistically knowing you're going to spend this much. And a lot of times, some people won't listen, and then they're going to go and get a shitty table and spend more money. So the next time they know, 
you know what to expect. Yeah. A lot of people have to go through that. So, a lot of people will fight you about so, it. So the benefits of going through you is that they spend a little less money, but they get a better real estate for Prime where the location. table is in the nightclub. They can, yes. But okay. also, like, I'm not lying to them. I'm just being very honest with them. I'm being like, this is exactly what to expect and this will happen. Right. And you're mm-hmm. kind of guiding them through the night as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're, like, hosting them. You're right. So then, so then... Are you making money? Like, I, I remember there was one of these dudes that I knew that if, let's say, he would tell them the minimum is 8000 for two bottles, but he would pay them, he would pay the club directly, and he would pocket, like, the 8000 Right. And he, so he would maybe spend 4000 but he would make 3000 Yeah, that's tricky, though, because you have to be yeah. there and make sure, like, one, that's shady, though. You way. know, there was a dude that wanted to do that with me. Oh, really? Because I used to get a comp bottles when I DJ. Yeah, you tell me about this. Yeah. <laughs> so then he would be like, he would sell sure. my bottles, right. but I didn't know he was selling my bottles. Right. He would sell my I'm bottle shady. for a thousand dollars. You don't want to get caught doing that. That's so crazy. then, and then he at the end of the, he hung out with me twice, and each time he gave me three hundred dollars. But this is unbeknownst to you. I didn't know. You didn't know. Yeah. And I was like, why are you giving me three? He's like, yo, tip, tip. So I was thinking. He got tipped was, from the crowd. You was thinking you was doing such a good job, but <laughs> oh, this motherfucker gave me three hundred dollars. Yo, bro, I paid my ass off for that. Shit, extreme. I was like, I killed oh, that I shit, killed man. That shit tonight. <laughs> oh, there must have been requests. And then the second time, no, no, no. The first time he gave me two hundred. The second uh-huh. time he gave me four hundred. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like what? I'm getting better. <laughs> and I remember he he asked if I could get another bottle, and the manager got me another bottle. But I guess he sold two bottles. Oh, so he had four hundred, and then he told me he's like, "So, you want to do that again next week?" And I was like, "Do what again?" And he was like, "You know, like I've been selling your bottles." And I'm like, "Yo, fam, like I can't do that." And you have the prime location too, because yeah, yeah, you're in his booth. So I don't know how much he was selling them for, but if he was giving me two hundred, he must have been making fifteen hundred a bottle. I don't know, like some money, right? Because I mean. He was probably making Because I told I, I said, yeah. I can't do that again, man. Like, I, I'm going to get fired <laughs> if some shit happens. Yeah. Like, imagine. That's, that's, that's some shit. I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to get in mad trouble. Yeah. Like, some shit pop off. No, I pay for that at the DJ booth. The DJ got the shit. Yeah. There. You know, I thought there was a lot of politics in DJing, but in your world, it's there's crazy. There's shit bro. ton of politics. Yeah, there's, there's, some, there's a guy that I know, he would do this, right? So. I mean, so he would do this. So he would get a minimum at a club with a host, right? And get a minimum for like maybe 3K with the host. Mm-hmm. But then he would tell the clients it's the minimum is 6K. Damn. So he would come and pay the club and pay himself, like whatever, and then or cash or whatever, and pay and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to order for these people, blah, blah, blah. So in their mind, they paid 6K and the table is 3K. So he put in the 3K. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, but you can yeah. only do that with foreigners. You'd I feel su- like. You'd be surprised. There's some, some nerdy people, though. Yeah, but I feel like that could be anybody. There's yeah. some nerdy people. They see a receipt. They don't even know what to tip. And then the waiters are like, oh, you know. There's some nerdy people, man. Like, you really get taken on that shit. You'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah, I you, know somebody used to do that. You're talking about yourself. You used to do Rico Rico. I know you did that shit, Rico. <laughs> no, Rico's shady baby. Shady-ass motherfucker. No, no. <laughs> Rico, who's your favorite DJs right now in the clubs, when the rooms that you go to? Like big DJs? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like once they get like, oh, it's going to be a good night because this dude is DJing. I hate Marshmallow. 
You, hate you really hate marshmallows? Yeah. Why? Why? So boring, man. It's boring? Yeah, it's like you know exactly what he's playing. Oh, it's pre-recorded, it's, maybe. Is it just the same set every time? It's just me, though. Because like, you go out a lot. I don't go out as much as I used to, but every time I've seen him, like, fuck. It's the same shit? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> you think, like, the allure of just marshmallow and the mask, it just wears off? Yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Mm. As far as it sounds, Diplo is still good. He is, right? Yeah. He's, he's a still, real DJ. Yeah, he's still shit. good. Yeah. Diplo's I mean, shit. still like Diplo, Cascade has gotten better. Cascade, yeah. Cascade has stepped out his game. I mean, Deadmau5 is my favorite, but... Deadmau5 is like Deadmau5. He'll play whatever the fuck he wants to play. You like Deadmau5 because he's unpredictable. Very much. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what to expect with this guy. Um, yeah, I mean, Cascade has gotten like surprisingly better. Really? Yeah. What's, he, the, what's the difference between... He's mixing up his set now. It's mm. not like predictable. He's playing like stuff he never used to play before. Right. He's playing longer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play like, you know, he's too, like, they come in like a 130 and get off like at exactly this amount of time. Yeah. He's playing longer. Same as like Deadmau5 whenever he plays. So, yeah, I feel like Cascade has gotten better. Deepo has gotten, I mean, Deepo is Deepo, but it's just how I feel, yeah. 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 What about Tiesto? It's a hit or miss now. Really? Yeah, he's gotten, I feel like he packs out that room every time. But he's, I don't know, he's gotten, I don't know, he's gotten like weird. For I was Ultra. in Miami for Ultra one year, and I was in his um, dressing room, there was a bunch of people and stuff. And this guy, I saw him like making his fucking sets with him. Mm-hmm. And he came and asked him like, what about this, this? I was like, fuck. And he gave him his laptop, and he looked at it, and he was like, okay, this is good. And I saw, we went backstage, I saw, he plugged it in, he was playing the same exact shit. I was like, fuck, he didn't do shit. So it's pre-recorded is what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know if it's pre-recorded. I think it's pre-cataloged. It's pre-organized like a playlist. But we've we've honestly been seeing a few DJs that pay for motherfuckers to put their their sets together. That was weird as fuck, though. Because they're so busy with other aspects of their work. Yeah. That they have someone who's like on top of the new EDM remixes, who's new, on top of new this. New hip hop. On new hip hop, and yeah. they're just like really just organizing their set. Yeah, that makes you know? sense, yeah. I mean, they can't keep up with all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I guess you would think a DJ would keep up with that shit. Especially that, at that caliber. I feel like pe- people know what set you should give them. I mean, now, if you want to hear like a good commercial set, which is like mixed good, it's um, obviously David Guetta. He still holds on the crowd like really well, but yeah, it's yeah. commercial. He'll throw in his stuff and I mean old stuff, but it's still still decent. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who's your favorite like really underground? Like you, you mentioned like Peggy Goo, right? You yeah, like oh god, yeah, I like her. She has like that disco yeah, house feel. I like her. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's blowing the fuck up. She's yeah. doing great. You know who's coming up? Who? John Summit. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's coming. huge. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Summit is coming. Dumb Dollar is good too, but he's getting commercial too. Now. Dumb Dollar? Yeah. Mm. Dumb Dollar is good. I mean, just my opinion. Um, uh, I mean, I've seen, I, I just like the old people. Like, I, I, I really like Dead Mouse, man. Like, I love Dead Mouse. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of these, like, OG DJs have really, like, I think in the beginning there were more producers. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of they became better DJs in the past decade. Like, you know, I'm, I I think the way 
um, Zuki sent me that. Because, you know, K, uh, Deadmau5 and Cascade has this group called K5. Mm. And they both play at Zook. Yeah. I think they're setting up to do, like, something together. If they do that, that shit will sell, like, crazy. Right. Because yeah. they have that deep, old people money who will go up to them. You know what I mean, though? And you'll cash out. Oh, cash yeah. out. Yeah. Easy. That would be, be a money maker. Ketamine sales out the roof. <laughs> Pink crystals. <laughs> GHP. Atmosphere, motherfuckers. Yeah, that would be a good sign. Escorts. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn, so Escorts and Atmosphere is still this is your bestseller, huh? Yeah, it's still Have you heard anything about like sex trafficking in Vegas? I haven't. Like, you haven't. No. But your 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 hesitation in speaking makes me feel like you have heard. It's because I've never dealt with girls who are there against their will. That's just how I see it. And if I saw it, I would know. I've never seen the girls that I deal with are direct, and I know them. So, I, or if they recommend somebody to their friend who. Maybe they're new in town or things like that. But yeah. I've never felt like I've dealt with somebody who's against their will. I've heard there's a lot of sex trafficking in Vegas. Yeah. And it's all yeah. under, like, you just never hear about it in the news. But where, though? Everywhere. Where? Yeah. They, a lot of kidnapping happens at the mall. Right. I heard there's a lot of, it's mostly, like, black and brown women. Women of color. Yeah. Because it's like if you snatch a white woman or a white girl, it's like on the news. But it's like if if it's like, you know, like a, if it's like, you know, like a, especially if like the girl can't speak English, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of brown and black women are getting just snatched up. Mm-hmm. And like it's all like it's under the radar. News is not talking about it. No one's talking about it. But I, there's a social worker that I talked to, and she was telling me that it's such a big epidemic here in Vegas. And she's like, when it like when it unfolds, you're gonna be so shocked. Yeah. Like, but it's like it's huge. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't even tell me like the details too much. Mm-hmm. But she said that in some cases, because she speaks to these girls, they escape. Mm-hmm. She speaks to all the girls that escape somehow, mm-hmm. or that they like the police find them mm-hmm. and shit. He she speaks to them, mm-hmm. and she says that there were even instances where some of these women were taken advantage of by like nightclub motherfuckers Can or like people like VIP hosts. Can see that, Damn, you know, because yeah. they'll the VIP hosts will like say like come 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 out tonight. We'll we'll take care of you, and then all of a sudden. They'll roof your girl. They'll rape her. Right. And, you know, she'll end up in a hotel room. The roofing, the roofing I can see, that still happens. That's a bad like, thing that, ha- that happens often. That happens, yeah. That still happens. I, I, you, you guys never been roofied before? No. No. Nah. Like by mistake? I, I, think, I think maybe I had. I, I had a friend that you got have roofied. Been? Yeah. It's bad. I mean. Like I you, just, you just blacked out. Dude. I, I was at a table. I remember until a certain point. I don't remember getting home. I don't know how I drove home. I don't remember anything. Nothing. I must have been roofied. Yeah. I, I woke up. I had my clothes on. I had it. I, no, I didn't feel anything. I don't. My car was outside. I don't know how I got home. I don't know how. I mean, I've nothing. had that happen to me. Maybe I've been roofied not even knowing it. No, <laughs> that was, a, that that was, was just, that, For never, that was just a Saturday night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, one of our friends that we all know here, I'll tell you guys later who. So he was hanging out somebody's table, right? So anyway, so he's hanging out somebody's table, and then there was a, a woman DJ who was handed a shot, and then he, uh, she handed the shot to our friend. He took the shot, and he went down quick. Mm. And he doesn't remember how he got home. He doesn't remember anything like that. So he took a drug test, and supposedly the roofie had almost gone to the percent that could have fatally killed him. What? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that show will kill you. That's yeah. a GHB, bro. That show will kill but you. Wait, yeah. but it's it's so weird to me that motherfuckers are doing this like recreationally. No, yeah, but Go, some of them, yeah. like, they were trying but to- I don't understand it. Do you know well, what I mean? But- I, are they it's doing just it just like, for a, a good laugh? Like, yo, I'm goofy, no, this motherfucker. No, I mean, like with dudes, no. like you said, your friend, somebody goofy. Him. No, like, I mean, obviously. And like he, I said, like, he saved wait, wait, the wait. girl from getting roofy. Yeah, obviously, he, the guy was intending, obviously, to like roofy the woman the DJ. Chick, yeah, uh-huh. but the homie stepped in and took the shot. And so the homie went, knew that what was going no, down. No, no, no. Oh, that's just, why he got. Are you, girl, are you okay? You want <laughs> I'm, to I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the homie basically just took the the shot from the girl because the girl didn't want the shot. Mm-hmm. He took it. He went down immediately. And some of the homies was like, "Yo, let's get him out of here." They took him home. They, you know, they took. So he just had, passed out right there. Yeah, bro. bro within seconds, he said, "I was talking to so and so." And then I don't remember anything. And he said that the friend, he like really slouched down and he collapsed in a way that he looked just drunk, like a mess. And then some of the homies is like, yo, we got to get him out of here because we can't let anybody see him like that. It took him home. Fam, there was this whole thing in LA with that, with that shit. Like motherfuckers went to jail, a bunch of promoters. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there there's a, a certain story that like uh, these LA promoters for these big clubs we're roofing shorties for these athletes to to smash. Yeah, damn. It I was saw, like big news. It was big news. Yeah, it was, it was a big I, deal. I saw. I was I, I was going in a club. I saw a friend of mine, a girl, leaving with a guy, and I knew this girl had like engaged, and I knew the girl very well. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to her, and she was not making sense, and she was leaving a random dude, and I'm like, "Do you know this guy?" She was like, "And it was obvious," and the guy like freaked out and ran away. I took her home, made sure she was okay. The yeah. next day, she didn't remember shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, like nothing. I've done that shit like literally twice, where I took home one of my boys' like homegirls, like girlfriend's homegirl, and I made sure like they just got home safe. Yeah, bro, because they crazy. were just like fucking incoherent. Right. And I put yeah. him in a cab, yeah. and I told like, oh, well, I put him in the Uber, and I told the Uber driver like, yo, make sure. She gets home fucking safe, and I'm tracking you, cause I don't want the Uber driver doing no weird right. shit either. Yeah, right. I'm wondering if can you if you could um, request a female driver for like Uber, because I didn't no. trust some of these. Mo- I literally I remember like an Uber came and I was like I looked at him I was like I don't trust this motherfucker, bro. But you know what's crazy? Fee- uh, women are also kidnapping women. Oh man, I so mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's all, yeah, yeah. You, you fucked either way. Man. I'm yeah, telling I'm telling you, man. Like I I. I I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Women are less responsible when they're going out nowadays. Oh, yeah. Like, they just want, like, I feel like they were a little bit more conservative and a little bit more, like, I don't know if they had street smarts or they had, maybe it was maybe because I grew up in New York. So maybe the New York shorties were no, just like, fuck off, don't fuck with me kind of shit. It's a different it could be era. that, yeah. It's a different era. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, a different era, different Because they used, to, they used to go yeah. out in, like, groups of five and six. Now yeah, they're but going they were out honestly, by themselves. But they were honestly, like, 
I've never seen shorties like abandon other shorties back in the day. But oh, I feel like uh, now they abandon motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shorties will abandon their friends. I've seen that recently. More recently, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. 1,000. And girls go hard nowadays. Harder than before. Yeah. Right? And harder than men sometimes. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so you, you see this too? I mean, I've seen it. Like, just hanging out. Girls go hard, man. But like even more, sure. they even more hardcore than like ten years ago. Sure. Why oh, is that? Do you think? I don't know. I just I just seen it though. Not even here, just everywhere, bro. Even like in Mexico, and shit. you know, even like Tulum and shit. Tulum? Yeah, never been. We'll go hard. But you know why I'm not in Tulum? What? Because motherfuckers like you were there. Yeah. Why would I go there? You understand, Rico? Like wherever you gonna be, I'm probably not gonna be there. Bro. I don't want to be there. You think I want to be where you go with your fucking clients I'll be there and your you atmosphere, motherfuckers? <laughs> you think I want to be there, Rico? I mean, every time I see you, I start sweating. I'm like, oh no, no, no. But why are they going so hard in Tulum? Well, of all places, was it? It's because everyone was going there during the pandemic and they right. were wilding the fuck out. Yeah, people That's were going there to wild out. People wild the fuck out. I think honestly, the the pandemic created this like energy of like I don't give a fuck. Right. Kind of like I'm gonna if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out all out. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm either gonna get COVID and get sick, or life is too short. Kind or of life is too short. Or yeah. I'm like. I don't know. They just went extra too hard. long. Yeah. You've been yeah. no, you see you've noticed this though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, even with friends. I mean, people. What do people say now? I mean, life is too short, kind of. Yeah. Y'all know. We'll no, even even time. myself, I noticed like when I started working again, I was drinking a little bit more, and I had to pull back. Did y'all feel like that a little bit? Like when I started DJing, I was just drinking a little bit more than I did before. And I had to pull back a little bit. I don't know why. I was drinking the same way I was drinking. I saw him coming with that. Fuck a pandemic. I go hard in the paint every 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 day. day. Hard in the paint. Fuck that. Shoot every shot. Pandemic, no pandemic. I'm still going there. It's a playoff game. (laughs) Wait, you, you was just at Lovers and Friends, right? Yes, I was. How was that? It was good. You ain't paid for that shit either. Of course no. not, man. VIP too, baby. Hey. Did Asha uh, have a bruise on his face? Nah. So somebody said they put makeup on his face so they could, uh, so he won't look like he got into a fight, but yeah. I don't believe that. Someone uh, said that he had the Usher filter on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Usher filter on his face so he could cover up that shit. Chris Brown was on fire. There was like four fights that he was in. Well, he was. In I, I know. I know two of two fights supposedly. So he apparently yeah. fucked up Usher. Yeah, his, him and his and people, his, his entourage, his entourage. Uh-huh. He hangs with Bloods, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Chris Brown and his Bloods from LA. Is it true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I don't he's, know. No, he did supposedly. He's um, a blood. He's a, no, yeah, no, he's allegedly. known to be a pirate. Yeah, he claims allegedly. blood. No, allegedly. he claims their own songs. Oh. Him and his his yeah his peeps, uh, his bloody friends. <laughs> <laughs> Made a bloody mess with Usher, supposedly. Yeah, I don't know what they. But Usher threw this birthday party for him, and then he thanked Usher by fucking him up at the yeah. end of the night. And then he got into a fight, supposedly at Lovers and Friends backstage, while Missy was performing with her entourage. With, with her, her people, well, someone from her entourage. Missy got, got an entourage like that. Everybody has an entourage, right? <laughs> I don't. I can't picture her having like. A I mean, some people. Yeah, is it yeah. Magoo? <laughs> Magoo, Magoo. Crazy. Yeah, she's Magoo. gotta be hood though. I mean, she's from, she's old school, man. Virginia, baby. Yeah, damn Magoo. <laughs> Yo, Magoo, fucking some people up was crazy. Can you imagine that? Yeah, it was crazy. 
The bird is the word. The bird, bird, bird. 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 The bird is the word. Yo, how was the show though? How was Lovers and Friends? Um, the show was good, man. Like, I'm not a Chris Brown fan like that. Yeah. But he was performing. I had to fucking stop what I was doing and watch his performance. You're like, oh, Michael Jackson. Because he was like, he was singing, dancing. It was like, no fucking, no auto tunes, no fucking. He wasn't lip syncing. He no was just straight up singing yeah. and dancing at the same time. What do you think it's like, better, Usher or Chris Brown live? Ooh. Back to back. Was it back to back? It was actually, it was um, Usher. It was Chris Brown, 50, and then Usher. Yeah. I mean, definitely, um, Usher's more polished. But Chris Brown is fucking... He has that young energy? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, I love the Usher show, but you could tell Usher had to conserve his energy a little bit. You yeah, know? he was smart about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like Chris Brown still got that young... Where he yeah, man. You know like, what it is, though, right? What is he, it? Dude, he could do flips and shit. He does that. <laughs> he <laughs> flips on stage <laughs> and keeps singing. <laughs> Yo. Chris, Chris Brown got that Rico Coke, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen those videos of Yo, Chris Rico, Brown on he, Coke? It's crazy. He, he's Rico. like, Rico, you give Chris Brown some of that Denzel Coke? No, no, yeah. no? Uh, yeah. He, no? He has another point. <laughs> oh, he probably brings it from LA, too. Yeah, bro. That boy got the good shit. Is that, I have a question. I don't know about Coke that often. But Chris Brown getting to all these fights, is that yeah. Coke behavior? Hell yeah, because you're active. Yeah. You're ready to go. That's, it can make you aggressive. It makes you feel like you conquer the world yeah, from what I've heard. Yeah, it makes you really aggressive. That's that coke behavior then. Yeah, yeah bro. Because if you drink coke, you have to take something else. You drink coke? I mean, if when you take coke, yeah. you have to drink coke. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? the whole point, a lot of motherfuckers do coke so they can just keep drinking. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, make, it, it makes you aggressive, I feel. Damn. It makes you very aggressive. That's that sober, that's that sober usher versus that. <laughs> Coked up Chris Brown performance. <laughs> yes, did his did his performance look a little like damn that motherfucker kept going like he would disappear, do a couple lines, and come back. Nah, he was on stage. The- <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. He was on stage the whole time, but <laughs> like you, like you thought it was like mist. You thought it was steam, but it, it was actually coke just powder. Coke he beans just, just sprayed around him. <laughs> who, who, who closed that? Mariah. It- nah, Missy. Missy closed oh, it. Oh, Missy. Yep. Oh, okay. Mariah. Mariah probably did the night before, right? No, no, no. no it, was one, one, it was only one night. That's what's going on. Oh, only one night? It was yeah. all right. Well, I got there like about six o'clock. I got there. Chris Brown was performing. I thought uh, Lovers and Friends was Saturday and Sunday last year. Last, last year, year it was two nights. This year it was just one night. Oh. So, yeah. So, when I got there, Chris Brown was performing. After Chris Brown was 50 Cent. Then after 50, it was um, Usher. 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 Then after Usher was um, Christina Aguilera. Oh, Christina Aguilera? Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. damn. And she brought out Red Man. They did Dirty. Dirty. Oh, Dog. Sure. I used to love that. How was Christina video. Aguilera? Honestly, I think she was good, but the crowd wasn't feeling her. She oh, really? She was looking good, man. Yeah, yeah man. She, good, she, her voice was <laughs> fucking voice amazing. She, she still got it, but it was like little, I said. It was like that crowd was just like uh, she was too pop. Yeah, exactly. That crowd. Yeah. Damn. And then after that was Mariah. Mariah was like kind of late on stage, but she did like a short set. What was up? She brought out Boys the Men. It kind of like brought back memories because I forgot about that shit. I'm like, damn, man. Damn. She was singing, singing, not lip syncing. No, she was singing. Everyone pretty much sing sings. Everyone yeah, was shit. singing, but then Missy fucking killed that shit, man. Really? <sighs> so Missy closed it. She closed it. Wow. She and there was like so many hits I forgot she had put out. And then like when she finished with like Work It and um Ching Ching. Chingaling. Yeah. I was like, all right, the show's over with. She took like a little break and came back. She started doing songs that she produced. 
like um, Gina Thompson, the things you do for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did yeah. So Gone. She bought out Monica. Oh, wow. She did um, the shit um, with um, Keisha Cole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let, uh, let it go. Let it go. Like, she performed that. Keisha Cole didn't come out, though. Nah, she didn't come out. Of course out. not. Nah, bro. But yo, Missy just fucking. Did she do like an Aaliyah tribute or no? Nah, she didn't do an Aaliyah oh. tribute. Oh, Jimbo yeah. wasn't there? Nah, he wasn't there. That's crazy. Genuine? Yeah. Genuine was Actually, there. Genuine was on the other stage. He performed. Oh. He's on the smallest stage. He's the smallest. It's all. It's yeah. funny when I walked up. That's the one he filled up. Or exactly. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. funny when I walked in on the smallest stage was Master P. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. With the Northern soldiers, right? He was. Yeah, yeah. That. With the Northern yeah, yeah, soldiers, yeah, yeah man. Except the Shocker was there. Not, yeah. Genuine got to do those uh, those quad those quad squats. <laughs> got to get his quads in order. His quads couldn't take that strong shit. Strong legs. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Like that's the main exercise you need to focus on, right? <laughs> yeah. When you right. get older, yep. Is your fucking quads? Yep. You're skipping leg days. Man. Yeah, you can't so, skip. You can't skip those leg days, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, like after forty. Like in your forties, yeah. all it's it's got to be quad workouts, <laughs> because yo, know, what happens is isn't it, there's a test, right? I think there's a thing if if you can't sit up with one leg, like you. Oh yeah, yeah, I know the test you can't stand, from the couch. If you can't, if you can't stand up from the couch mm-hmm. on one leg. Mm-hmm. That you're probably not going to be able to walk in your seventies. <laughs> yeah, I think the funny thing about Jenny is like last year he fell too, right? He has some like this. He falls nah, he just did some corny dance moves and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Nah, he yeah. fell this year, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. But you know what the thing is? Is that the thing is that none of this shit. I mean, this shit is funny. But it just keeps him kind of relevant. relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Because oh people, people ain't gonna like stop loving him. Oh, no. That boy put out Pony, bro. Yo, Pony's yeah. some sometimes still the biggest song of the night. Yeah, put that shit on. Damn, that's still hit. It's yeah. the biggest. Yo, if that's the biggest song of the night. Women love that. Record. They do, man. Like yeah. crazy, man. You gotta stop playing pony more. Y'all in them auntie rooms, man. Nah, pony's the biggest song of the night. Is an auntie Yo, room, Yo, young bro. people love pony. Yeah, man. Yeah. But that's a definite auntie room. That was the biggest song of the night. Mm. Pony. They start stripping and humping the floor. That's those usher after parties y'all doing. This shit. <laughs> Shoes just everywhere. Give me that, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't see anybody in the small stages, anybody? That's um nah I was like I just chill I was chilling looking at the, at the big stage. How was the weather? It wasn't bad, right? I was it was good. cool, but it got cold at night, man. Oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah. The one I went to was so fucking hot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember yeah, you too. saying that. People yeah. were dying. You know they, they had like, those buses. <laughs> I mean, that's why they, no, that's why they had it in um this year they had it in um May. Why? What was it last no, year? No, last year was, was the same weekend. weekend. It was just, no, I think yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it, it was my girl's birthday. I remember. It was I it? I didn't come. Yeah, on. It's yeah. the same. It's just a lot cooler this year. Oh, okay. Bro, yeah. last year they had buses to you could go in and just make have AC in the bus. Yeah, it was just buses just for air conditioning. Yeah, it yeah. was hot. People no, was but so they also hot. put they put like a purple mat around the place now for it won't be that hot on the floor. Yeah, because before it was just like black tar concrete on yeah. the fucking floor. Oh, and that shit so like the heat was just bouncing off on motherfuckers and made it more that hot. That makes sense. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember the food last year was horrible too, man. I mean, I didn't, I didn't eat any of the food. No, no, I mean, it, I, I didn't eat any either. That's why I was like looking around. Yeah. I couldn't find anything. Mm. I think the whole oh. time I had like a churro. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was just drinking water, and, then we, and, we, and I was DJing. I was DJing in between the shows, mm-hmm. so they. Were well, just, oh, I forgot to ask when you did it last year. Was you on the small stage or? Did, I don't think they had a DJ this year. 
I don't think, yeah, a lot of people said that after the shows, the music just cut off. Yeah, uh-huh. And I think last just, year they had DJs. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So I would be in the middle, oh, just shit. spinning in between. They, hey, hey. they kept moving us to different stages. Yeah, they were just oh, yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. But I think on the big stage, I don't think they had any DJ. You know what? The big stage was weird because after um, someone performed, there was like two stages together, but they were separate. So after one, one person performed on one stage... The next performer will perform on the next stage. Yeah, yeah. Under so, so you see, there'll be like an empty nobody in the middle, and you see the performance in the stage, and you have like the two um, the screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just looking weird. It's just I don't know well, why they it did. Look that. a little budget. A, a, little a little bit, bit. yeah. Like, a little, like, little. like once this but like this buffet closed, this buffet opened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is the lunch buffet. That was the only thing I was questionable this the, about this that is the shit. Dinner buffet now, but yeah, we can yeah. show you both of the screens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Hey, Rico, I appreciate you coming on the show. My pleasure. You know, I don't know you that well, no. so you coming, you coming through and spilling all the beans about the inner workings of your industry and everything that's going on in Vegas. You know, I, you know, it's very informative. That's why. A little I mean, scary. Yeah. yeah, very scary. Yeah, man. A little scary, but you know, very informative. If you need anything, let me know. Oh yeah, shit! Okay. <laughs> On that note, uh, cricket, we can yeah. run. Yo, it's funny. A lot of more. I'll get your number afterwards, Rico. <laughs> no, don't get his number. Yeah. <laughs> Stay the fuck away, never. I got you, Shitty. Never. I'm, I'm be hanging out, never. You're going to be dancing like a bag of pink salts going to fall out. Yo, pick up my salt. Is real that quick. that pink Coke shit? Hey, that's what we Is that the Himalaya? <laughs> Boy. Rico, Rico hooked it up. Damn, you got that Chris Brown energy right now. <laughs> you are hitting these notes. <laughs> it's funny. Dude, dude, dude. A lot of motherfuckers hit me up and yeah. they asked for. The good stuff. All of this shit. Yeah. And I tell them like, and I always like, I, I feel. Who do they think you are? <laughs> no, that, I text him. I'm like, yo, who do you think you're texting right now? <laughs> like, who are you? Like, what in your right mind thought? Frank Lucas? Like, what in your, yeah. Like, what in your right mind makes you think that I would have any of this shit? I gotta talk to you about that texting stuff. Don't text that shit, bro. These apps you can use cause. Wait, what do you mean? So, remember like how, what's that rapper you like that bad of an OD? Uh, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. So Mac Miller, his drug dealer, they were texting back and forth. Oh, when no. you text and you go to court, texting is like talking. Right, right, right. Yeah, so don't pull that text message. Don't text that shit. That's right. Well, I, I always tell him like, yo, I don't have this shit, yeah, so why you hitting me up for this? Who do you think he is? Yeah. You know, I always tell him like, you want like a good, you want a good dim sum spot? <laughs> you, you want like, you want like, Shane you, you want some, food? Some good food? Yeah, good I got food? you. Like, why you hit me up for coke? And you want good They're always embarrassed. They're like, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. I be telling them too. I'm like, who the fuck you think I'm But now I'll, no, just give them, I'll give you your no, number. Oh, Chapo? Yeah. Come on. I'll just bro. give him your number. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do? So you just talk on the phone? I do all that. Some you, have, you, have a bur- you have a burner? Yeah. Well, there's some apps you can use that are better. What apps? What's app? Like Signal. Signal? Yeah. This yeah. is a different world. <laughs> is this what like uh, hired killers use? Yeah. Like the job is done? The job's Very done. Much, yeah. Signal. Fucking phone I mean, explodes. What's up is safe, but I mean, these apps like you can chart and then uh, the shit disappears after you talk. So you kind of know. It's like Snapchat. Yeah. Mm. The message disappears like after five seconds or something. Oh. It's wow. like this message is done five, four, three. All right, man. Once again, Rico Swami. <laughs> Once again, saying things that frighten me. Yeah. 
I think we just imagine like you're dating a girl and you look at her apps and she, you see signal on. Yeah, her. you know she's doing some nasty. Yeah, you know shit ain't right. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> if, she got, if she got the signal app on her phone, she's like, doing some nasty. Like shit. yo, you know Rico? <laughs> How you know Rico? The fuck? That's a dead giveaway, right? Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a known app. Signal is known. It's like a shady app. Yeah. Wow. That's a sh- really shady. Okay, well, we'll end it there. Thank you, Rico. Thank you, Rico. <laughs> Thank you, Rico. <laughs> I'm glad we could end it there. Telegram is shady, but Signal is more shady. Telegram? keeps going. Yeah. Telegram? Yeah, yeah, there's an app called Telegram. So do you tell these motherfuckers to download these apps? Yeah. Wow. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's like, hey, I'm not talking to you on text. Yeah. Yeah. Download one of these apps. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah, or call me and then we'll talk. Wow. Damn. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> Be safe out there, Rico. Yeah, Rico, Rico, please. please. I want to keep I'm saying this forever. It seems like he's building a retirement plan, apparently. <laughs> Yo. Be safe out there, please. I, I, Rico. All right, let's give a hand for Rico. 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 All right. Um, <sighs> we out, y'all. Peace. Remember, we're a DJ podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.